0: If the DJ quit yeah. This song don't give a damn yeah. you can't sing dance to it can to it This song ain't
1: Alright, welcome to another exciting episode of Off The Rails I'm Noah, and as always I'm joined tonight by
2: Sean
3: Baba.
1: And on this episode, we're going to talk some wrestling That's wrestling with an R uh, we're going to head back to our annual awards extravaganza, and we're going to bring you all the latest in weird news. But first, let's step into Og Taste Tasting Room. Now
2: open the cellar door.
1: Brought to you by Icon Beverages and Cigars. Uh, and we've got something uh, very special tonight, Sean. It's, uh, this is a special occasion. We've got the boobas tonight. We're celebrating the excellence in film, or non-excellence in film however you look at it so why don't you tell us
2: about this beer we're tasting tonight? this is really oh that's a crazy pour there by me
3: by god
2: i'm uh, a little sloppy on my pores tonight this is a lot of beer man this is more than a 22 i believe look at that
1: it's almost yeah it's it's like a wine bottle
2: yeah this is we brought out the best for the boobas here this was generously donated from the uh the backroom sellers at icon and this is a uh, rare barrel you have to be part of their preservation society to get one of these. So you can't you can't just buy these. You can't walk in any store and buy this. So our viewer
1: so our listeners cannot just go and say, Give me a give me a bottle of this. You, you have to actually be me a even, member.
2: Yeah, and you can't even walk into rare barrel in uh, where was it? To Berkeley, Berkeley and buy this. You have to be part of their secret society or whatever what have you, whatever it's called. Wow. This is a becoming it's a sour beer. This is the Sour Beer Company, Rare Barrel. Mm. It's a golden sour beer aged in oak barrels with boysenberries.
3: That just sounds good. Now, and was this, was this, bre- this was brewed by a secret society as well?
2: Uh, I don't know. Well, Maybe. All right. Okay, so this is <laughs> fermented <laughs> with saccharomyces, bretomyces, and lactobacillus. This blend is metamorphosed from a golden ale into a beautifully ruby sour beer displaying notes reminiscent of berries and red wine. Its luminous appearance and flavor will rouse your senses and become more alluring with each sip. Okay, so... Oh, that's sour.
1: This has no no lacing.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: And no head.
3: Nope. Cloudy has the appearance of perhaps a Kool-Aid or... Something from the high C family of beverages. Yeah, I mean, it's dark.
1: We have it in a dark room, but yeah, if you look it up to that light, it definitely has. It's got a
2: boysenberry color. Yeah. All right. Smell. Uh, what are we doing? The AS? Yeah, we just did the appearance, so we just we started with A. Oh, wow. Mm.
4: Hachi Machi. Mm.
2: It smells what, sour. What's our APV on this? 5.7. So it's low. This is this a session. Is, this is a session. This is a session yeah, beer. Being... this is a sessionable, but if I mean, you can, if you can, you can handle, handle the, the sour, flavor, uh, right?
3: Uh, all right. I'll taste that. Salud. Ooh, that is sour.
2: That
1: is very sour.
3: I
2: like sour beers. I'm I'm kind of into them, so I'm I'm good with that.
1: Yeah, no, I do not You know, this doesn't. I,
2: this actually tastes
1: good. It's sour. I mean, you have to you have to be ready for that, but right. it does have a good taste. And you know, now that I'm looking at it, it does have a little bit of lacing.
2: A, t- a tiny hint. It's
1: of it. it's there. It's just not because there's not a big head on it, but it is there.
2: That'll pucker you up a little bit. It's mm. very.
1: It tastes it tastes more like wine to me.
2: Gentlemen, this is a retired beer no longer brewed, so this is your one and only this chance. This is our one and only chance to drink this beer.
1: It tastes
3: M- like, I was like,
2: I'm good. I'm gonna want to drink it again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. I don't want <laughs> it, it, tastes,
3: it tastes like a wine that somebody left a jolly rancher in. I
2: mm-hmm. wish I wish they would make them even more sour, man. I really want to get my jowls watering when I drink one of these <laughs> sour beers. Yeah. That would be good.
1: My jowls
2: watering. Cool. <laughs> so M for
3: mouthfeel. Mm. Would you say painful? Uh, very uh, tart.
2: It's very tart. Well, oh, the mouthfeel is. I wouldn't say it's clean. It's. It's. You know. It's. It's, it's, about it's in the middle.
1: It's nice too because as you drink it, this is one of those beers that as you drink it, the aroma it really adds to the flavor more so than some beers.
2: Yeah. This. This is dangerous beer for me. I. I you know. It's good it's retired because I could really that goes down real easy, really fast.
1: Yeah, this is yeah. I like this beer. This you know what it tastes like
2: you know what it tastes like to me? Have you <laughs> it's not a sour this this thing is not a sour, but have you guys ever had those emergency little powders? Yes. yes. That's what it yeah, tastes like. It does gonna like. kind
3: of taste like that. You're right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it it has
1: like yeah, it definitely has that kind of flavor. It's definitely fruity. And like I said, it has more
2: of a wine well, mouthfeel than, than a beer. That's what they claim. It has
3: um, a uh it it effervesces once it's in your mouth.
1: But it tastes good. I could <laughs> I, mean, I could drink this beer. I would I, I would now you know more about you you're our expert here so answer this question for me. Are the sour beers just not as high in ABV or is it just this particular one is not high? Yeah,
2: in usually beer? they are not. They're usually around 5-6% in okay. that range, yeah. Cuz
1: if this was like an 8 or 9% alcohol, it would be yeah. spot on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're usually lower in ABV. Actually, a, a lo- really local brewery called The Brewery, they do a lot of sours there too. A lot of breweries don't like to do sours because, look, you got to be very clean. I mean, they do all sours because for a reason. Because if you start doing sour beers and you have all this other type of beer, it's real easy to get every, something infected. So then, you know, that's the problem because you're using cross-contamination. all... Cross-contamination. Cross-contamination uh, yeah. with sours and then everything becomes sour. That's why, like the brewery, does a lot of sours. So the people that do sours and craft, they usually that's kind of what they. That's kind of where they
1: specialize, right? Yeah. yeah, in in my in my realm of brewing, cleanliness was the is like number one priority when you're doing a beer. You have to, everything has to be sanitized. Yeah, everything has to be sterile. You have to. I mean,
2: yeah, there was a big article came out last week too because there's a lot of. The, I mean, craft. We, we think we're getting towards the bubble of the craft brew explosion, and there's a lot of you know mediocre breweries popping up and they're not very clean is what we're is what we're starting to find out which is yeah kinda sketchy. you know it
1: makes yeah i mean i hadn't really thought about it till you just said that but yeah it does make sense that now that we've you know craft beer has totally exploded and now like you said the 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 cream will definitely rise to the top. The, the best breweries will rise and the and the ones that aren't very good will will fail. They'll just they'll be right under.
2: because well you're getting you're getting a lot of people that are getting into it now and these new breweries are popping up and they're getting into it for an investment instead of the love of the beer. And so I think the companies that you know like stone is about you know the beer you know, I don't think they'll sell out and you know companies like that will survive and companies that are just in it for an investment will probably fall by the wayside.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to have a brewer that's that's like you said that is doing it not for any type of financial gain, but for the love of making beer and making different beers and sure, kind of you know those are the beers. I mean, those are the breweries so far that have been really successful. I mean, you take your dog, Dogfish Head, yep. your uh, you know um, Ballast Point, yep. Stone, you mentioned, yep. um, even New Belgian, yep. even New Belgian, who's I mean, they're kind of on the bigger side now with all yes. their beer, but still. You know, and even to a lesser degree, Sam Adams. I mean, they still make. You know, they're much more marketized, but marketized is that a word? Um, marketed. Marketed, yeah. Okay, I'll use that word too. Um, but they they are still only a very small percentage of the beer consumption in America. Sure. I mean, they're still sure. a low end, but they but like you said, they specialize in kind of making good beers first and making money second. So, all right, well. We've uh, we've tasted, we've gone through the ASTMO. It's time for Well, we didn't hear the O. Oh, right. right. That's what, yeah, it's time to hear the bottle caps. So, Sean, overall, how many bottle um, caps? I'm going to give, give this
2: I've had better sours than this, but it's pretty good. Um, I'm going to give it a 425. 425. 425.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I think this is probably the, I think this is the first sour we've ever reviewed, right? I And it's the first sour I've ever had.
2: Uh, yes, this is the first hour we have reviewed on the show. If
3: you if you drank too much of this and you vomited, your your throat would bleed.
2: Yeah, so it would burn. Not, yeah, you know, yeah. This would,
3: that would be no yeah. good. But
2: yeah, you couldn't session this. I mean, this I could. Uh, you know, Which I don't. Th- I don't think my stomach could handle too much more of this.
3: Which is why we believe in moderation here at the off the rails. <laughs> I okay, wouldn't,
2: I wouldn't go that far. Okay,
3: but uh, yeah, big ups to. Uh, to Icon Beverages and Cigars. Thank you, Hamill.
2: We appreciate it. That uh, was a very yeah, very a nice ver- gesture.
3: Very good pull from them once again. Yeah. We should probably give them a nice little plug while we're
2: Yeah, Icon Beverages and Cigars, beautiful Cypress, California. Uh it's uh the main cross streets are uh, Valley View and Lincoln Avenue and it's just uh west of Valley View Street on the north side of Lincoln.
1: Yeah, so yeah, thanks again, Himmel. Uh, we appreciate the, uh, the the courteous and kind donations and support of our podcast. Yes. So if you're in that neighborhood, go check them out. They got a great selection. You won't be able to get the beer we just tasted. Uh, again,
2: it is. Uh, it's retired. It is retired. So it's you retired. won't be
1: able to drink this. No more
2: of this. You uh, unless you find somebody that's sitting on a bottle and just happen to have have one. You know that was part of their society or made a trade for one. So I think. When you do those kind of society things, you you get to pick. Like they'll make X amount of beers, and then you get to choose what you want from what right. they make. You don't. You're not forced to take everything.
1: Right. So explain explain the um, the society. Like what what exactly is that? I mean, I know. I mean, we I kind of know what it is, but I mean, I'm sure the listener out there. Some of them probably don't have an idea what so, you're talking about. So
2: we could talk about Four Sons, which is close here. So if you go to Four Sons right now, they'll have their regular tap list, and they'll usually have, like, two or three on tap that only their, I guess they call it, like, a preservation society. Different breweries use different type of names for it. But basically, you pay, like, $200 a year, and you'll get to pick, like, maybe an allotment every month. Maybe you get, like, four beers a month, four big bombers, something like that. And they'll they'll have just specialty uh, brews that only their their members get. And if you like if so if we went there right now to get a beer, they'd have those two or three beers on tap, and we can't get' them. if you're a member, you can get it, and that's how you do it, and you also get bottles as well
1: okay yeah so it's so it's almost like a like a club. It's a club. It's a club from each brewery. Right. Vineyards do that. Right. They'll have a wine club where you can join. Right. And every month the vineyard will send you a box of a right. case of whatever their club wine exactly. is. Exactly. Right. And it's a special right. specialty kind of thing.
2: And it's different, different places. I've seen I've seen people at the brewery that are in their society and they've walked up and they're like, Well, I'm here to get my allotment and they're they're picking up twelve big bottles. They're picking up 12 22 ounce bottles and they get to say, I want two of this, one of those, whatever. Right. And they till they fill up their case
1: right and they'll usually do it's usually because it's all like i said it's on tap so most time it's growlers you can go get a a growler field yeah you know get your growler field and bring it home
2: right but nobody else can if you're just joe blow walking in the beer you know for the first time unless you join that society on the spot then
1: yeah i actually went to four sons uh a few weeks ago and had a beer and it was really good Really, really good. So, and I did mention, I did see their their club, and actually, their club they just raised the price on their club because it's been so popular. So, yeah. I mean, it went up from like a hundred and twenty five a year to two hundred a year. Yeah, that's right. So, and I think in those clubs you get other benefits. You get you know discounts on you know right discounts on their their merchandise. Right. And you can go in there and get beer. You know, maybe a discounted price on the regular beer that they have. Right. So, Bubba, are you going to be joining a? Any beer clubs here? Uh, in any this, top, in future.
3: top secret societies? Yes. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: All right. Well, I think that's, uh, that does it for the tasting room. Do you have a, a beerista? Meet your beerista anytime soon?
2: Yeah, should be happening next episode. We'll, uh, we'll nail down Miguel and uh, get an interview with him, our third member of the Icon uh, team. And we'll get that done next episode. You guys can enjoy that.
3: That's always fun. I like I like hearing from the guys uh at Icon and I like uh trying to write funny wrestling promos for them to read. Uh that's that's always one of my favorite
2: things. I have a feeling Miguel might get a little more into it than our first uh, than Justin or Himmel. I think yeah. he's yeah. I yeah. think he might be a little more so is he a Hogan guy or is he a we'll, Flair? We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. That's you know. We'll find out. Uh, we'll draw the line. That'll be one of the questions.
1: Because we've done Flair. We've done the Flair promo. Is he a real Hulkamaniac, brother? We, we, we
3: or is he <laughs> one of
2: those?
1: Does he drink the sweat from
3: Satan's armpit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that does it. I think for OG Tay's Taste Tasting Room. Right, I think it's time to uh... guys
2: get the fuck out of my tasting room now. Don't let close, the door hit you in the ass. Close the door. <laughs> close that fucking door. Time to
1: close the door. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we get started, we do. You know, I'm am beginning to love this segment of yeah. our show, the Mailbag.
3: Oh, it's man.
1: time for the Mailbag. We we uh, we keep getting letters. All right. from our listeners.
3: <laughs> keep getting letters. Yes. But uh, U.S. Postal or uh, well, you know, they're emails. Pony but Express, I'm them letters, right? but they're
1: emails. So, um, and uh, again, if you'd like to uh, have your question asked on the air and answered. Uh, you can always send us a send us a message, drop us a line. You can tweet us, you can send it to, uh, to us on mm. Facebook, or you can just uh, email us at otrpod at gmail You can uh, send us your questions. We would love to answer your questions on the air. That goes for you, Snake Doctor, and Rich Taralba, and Ray, and all our friends who listen. You know, Carl. send us Carl. Carl, yeah, Carl. Send us your questions. Uh, you know, I've got Jackie, a pretty, don't forget Jackie I got a pretty good feeling that if you send us a question We'll probably read it on, on the air <laughs> I have a feeling So, But this question uh, Comes from a listener in Middlebury, Vermont <laughs> is, it,
3: is it Ben or Jerry? <laughs> no, it's Sarah Sarah okay.
1: from, from Middlebury, Vermont okay. And she says Hey guys, love the show I know that Noah is a New York Giants fan So I have a question Oh god has Jason Pierre-Paul tried to masturbate with his claw?
2: <laughs> oh God! If
1: if not, is it because he's grossed out by it, or because a vir- a, vi- a vigorous session might fuck up the skin grafts? And that's uh, from Sarah in yeah. Middlebury, Vermont. So well,
3: what a lovely young lady to think of <laughs> such a thing! Uh, but I will tell you, I just saw a picture of this dude's jacked up claw hand tonight, and I was repulsed by it. <laughs> It is yeah. disgusting.
2: Yeah, Noah, I just saw it for the first time as well. Noah made me look at it, and yeah. I didn't want to look at it. Oh, I was... yeah. I was dead set against seeing it. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: it's bad. It's bad. That dude blew his hand up.
1: Yeah, He did blow his hand up.
2: Lost, that's, that's two and a half inches. That's why I, will, I won't shoot off an M80. I've never shot one off. Yeah, they're, they're not for me.
3: They're dangerous fucking yeah. things, man. I mean, I I don't know. Well, Noah remembers from back in. I mean, we have our, you know, annual bash at your place on the sure. you know, 4th well, of well, July. Good we,
2: fireworks, but no we, M80s. We, uh-huh. have,
3: uh, we have occasionally veer off the track from... Uh, Safe and sane sure. into dumb and dangerous, well, but we never blow up m 80s. No, uh, that's a, that's that's just a, that's maybe just a too brick much. of firecracker. Yeah.
2: Well, they're laying on the street though. Yeah. Right.
3: There's there's explosives pretty much everywhere. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I don't know what what to say about that guy. But you mess with the bull, you get the horns, yeah, dude. Man, that's... You know, these. <laughs> if I all I have to say is if I if I earn my living as a football player using my hands. The last thing I'd be doing is farting around with a bunch of M80s on 4th of July.
2: Probably not a smart idea. No. I don't, I mean, I've seen guys play with clubs all the time in the NFL, so I think he'll be fine. I mean.
1: Well, I mean, we're a little off topic because she wants to know if he masturbates. But, I mean. But
3: I, he, it, he, he's, well, he's clearly to he get does. He, I think he, that it's safe to say that he 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 does and he has. With the claw? Well,
2: I don't think so. I, I would, if I was him like, putting myself in his shoes, I would have to go stranger and go left-handed. Left-handed. Yeah.
3: I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But I think the question is that gnarly picture that that you made me look at, you oh, made God. Sean look at, uh, how long ago was that? I mean, is it healed up? Are the stitches still in it?
1: That is pretty much healed up. That's that's post like that's Dude. what he has now like playing with. Dude. Well, I'm not sure what picture you saw, but Dude. the picture he saw was like that's what his hand looks like now right now.
3: Disgusting. I like, mean,
1: it's it's you know obviously it's the skin is growing back. It's it's yeah, healing. But I mean, it's,
3: yeah. If, I mean, if it doesn't if it didn't hurt, I mean, I would think he played. Like, he played the last half of the season. With the it. whole point. The whole point of. uh you know, jerking your business down there is not, you know, I mean, if it hurts, I would think that you wouldn't want to do it. I
1: think he is using the claw, but I think he's using it as a very sensual, like he's not doing any vigorous, like, you know, maniac strokes. I think it's very nice and soft and gentle. He down should, there I, think he I,
2: I think he's got enough money where he doesn't need to masturbate himself. Yeah. He's got some girl to do it for him or well, his wife. Yeah, come on.
1: Yeah. We all masturbate, even if you got someone to do it for. I mean, come on.
2: I'd say he def- I, I mean, would say that stranger, if he wanted to do that, he's going stranger. Yeah. He's going stranger.
3: He would probably hire a, a young Asian girl with a pair of uh, velvet gloves or something to come <laughs> in and take care of business. Velvet That's what I would think.
1: All right. Well, there you go, Sarah. Hopefully that answers your question. Hopefully,
2: you hopefully asked, I liked, we I, answered. I like Sarah's question. Hopefully we'll hear from her again. That's a
1: good question. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I felt like I felt like it was timely. the Super Bowl just ended. You know, Fourth of July is coming. I thought that was a very, a very topical and uh, a very good question. So Sarah, thank yes. you very much for sending in your pick, your question. And uh, so, Bubba. Moving on. Let's move on. We'll talk uh, a little wrestling.
3: Well, okay. Well, uh, I didn't want to. Um... <laughs> so this this uh, this segment is kind of like our kind of our chance to catch everybody up on the goings on. We've talked about our Twitch TV channel, our our, our streaming uh, gaming channel, which is almost exclusively wrestling these days. Uh, so now Noah's jumped in with his Fed. So we're kind of, if you tune in to uh, Twitch TV slash OTR pod, you are going to see either Noah's uh, Underground Wrestling, so named because all the wrestlers are dead and under the ground. Yes, uh, correct. Or you will see the OTR uh, Wrestling Federation, which is an amalgamation of, you know, crappy wrestlers, ourselves, jobbers. uh Character. not ourselves
1: we're not jobbers i'm a jobber jobbers
3: oh you're a champion brother Yeah, you're a tag champion. <laughs> yeah. we're talking about we're tag champions come on so we have we're tag champions, champions. <laughs> we have uh yeah there's been a, there've been some developments in the last the last few recordings and that uh uh the the hooligans the tag team of noah and Sean, have uh are currently the tag title holders you guys uh, had a ripping defense against uh Han Solo and Chewbacca. I gotta
2: tell you, I was a little worried about that match. Uh,
3: Chewbacca's, oh, no down,
2: Chewbacca's no joke. Chewbacca's no joke. That's a pushover. So
3: che... That's
1: that's a Ham and Eggers.
3: Chewbacca, <laughs> Chewbacca. is no joke, and I'm telling you, you don't take those challenges lightly, no, because uh, you got the Thundercats waiting in the wings. You who the... was it? And Lion-O? Lino and
2: Panthro, Lino,
3: Lino, and Panthro. Bring on all challenges. <laughs> waiting in the wings, <laughs> the hooligans take will on. take on all challenges. But dude. we've had the uh, you know the the uh, title scene is is is. Uh, we had uh, Jesus had held the title ever since he, he beat me for the title. Mm-hmm. And now, just within our last pay-per-view, we had the immortal racist Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is be- it, your new champion of OTR. Been,
1: as it should be. Has beaten
3: Jesus Christ.
1: As it should
3: be. As the, as the exactly OTR champion. That's how it champion. goes down, Sean. But it's I will, a I will tell you right now, this will be the shortest reign of all time because... <laughs> so <laughs> says Bubba Von Eric. Your, your hero and mine, Captain Planet, is the current holder of the Money in the Only Bank the title? Case, yeah, I'd
1: like to go on record and say, "Fuck Captain Planet." know.
4: Oh,
3: he's already won the Waffle Belt. Right. He's already has that acclaim. He's gonna. It, he's just terrible. Gonna, he's gonna wait for Hogan to get gassed, and he is going to uh, cash in. Uh, he's awful. Anyway, terrible. Uh, it's 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 got to the point with me now. We have the DLCs coming out soon, so we pretty much have done everything that we're gonna do with it. So now we're just farting around having fun with it.
2: Um, Prime Flare.
3: I, I will tell you. I have in the last week. I've added a few new wrestlers. Uh, OJ Simpson is now uh, a part of the Fed. Nice. Uh, I brought back Cosby from last season. Bill Cosby. Everybody loved Bill Cosby, the Apex Seditor. Uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> the Apex Seditor. Uh, we have we have Virgil. <laughs> Virgil, Million Dollar <laughs> Man's uh, 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 oh, valet slash slave, Virgil, is is also in the Fed. Oh, he is. And as of today, Ooh. I've added uh, Bear Rusev. Who okay. Bear Rusev, is, yeah, I like that. He is uh, Rusev wearing a bear costume.
2: What was up with that other one you sent us a picture of? Who was that? That's, uh... Oh,
3: that's the big show with yeah. the big head? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't download that yet, but I just think it's great that somebody made it. But uh but yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with that and, and to keep with the wrestling topic, I wanna <laughs> we gotta turn it over to Sean because uh. <laughs> we had a I we had this idea for an amazing new segment and we kind of tried it out. You know, as our listeners may know, Noah and I have watched a lot of wrestling in our lives. God, we way too much. We, yeah, far, far, far too much. Whereas Sean, while he's interested in it, does not have quite the depth of knowledge no. that the two of us do. No. So we thought it would be funny. We all sat around. We logged into our uh, WWE network.
1: Right. And all, no- all of our separate accounts. Noah, <laughs> <laughs> Noah-,
3: <laughs> Noah has. Uh, Noah and I decided to pick a couple of matches that we thought Sean would enjoy. Okay. I know what Sean likes Sean likes the blood. Yes. Uh, Sean likes. Uh, uh, he- he's a, a, a big mark for flair. Yes. He's a big mark for Dusty. Uh, so with that, we actually picked out a couple of matches, Sean, for you to watch. What what, what did you think of these matches?
2: Well, the, what's the first one we watched was what King of the Ring '98.
3: So, uh, I think the I think the first one you saw was the uh, from Uncensored '95. We watched King of the Road.
2: Oh yeah, the King of the Road,
3: which was uh, uh, Dustin Rhodes versus Blacktop Bully.
2: That that, that <laughs> match was that was crazy. <laughs> I was. <laughs>
3: so, so, so for our listeners who have not see ever seen this classic garbage match it's a, yeah, a it fight bad. that takes place on the in the bed of a truck that is driving down the highway uh, which, Although
2: I will say the black top bully, right? Well, go ahead, finish yeah, the yeah, setup. That's, finish yeah. The setup.
3: Yeah. So that was it. Basically they drive a yeah. flat a yeah. flatbed truck right. down the freeway while two guys were out Yeah, this the back this
2: guy, this backyard bully, he was a little <laughs> dangerous, so he got he climbed on top to the, sort of a cage surrounding it, right? Cage running flatbed, all these bears of hail, they were tossing shit at each other. Not able to do much obviously because the vehicle was moving. <laughs> right. So not much damage it looked like was done but this guy was put, he climbed to the top of the cage and i i didn't understand what he was doing instead of like the bell right they had to ring the bell or whatever right. or blow, the, 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 blow horn. the horn right and that was like set up on this like this rock, piece of welded metal i guess across the top of the cage and he kept like going to the side for some reason, like he wanted to climb up the side and then climb across to the middle. Like but, he was gonna climb out the side of the truck. Right, dude. He was like halfway out a few times. I'm like, this guy's gonna fall out of the truck, man. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, worri- uh, I was worried for him. We yeah.
3: I, I that that pay per view is terrible. There are a couple of notable matches, even though the matches are bad. We had fun watching them. We watched that, and then I think the other one we watched was the. Uh, Harlem Heat versus the Nasty Boys.
2: Well, who won that it match? A, who a, won the King of the Road was the Backyard Bully won. Yeah,
3: day. yeah. Blacktop Bully defeated Dustin Rhodes and the and, King of the Road. But we
2: did get color, right? Dustin oh, Rhodes yeah, they, colored up. Oh,
3: they both they bled. Both they both bled bled like stuck pigs. It was the King
2: of the Road match. I and mean, Dustin, yeah. got he got fired because of that. That's what he said. Yeah, yes. in
3: fact, Dustin. I thought
2: that was, that was cool. Uh,
3: Barry Darso, Demolition Smash, who was right. also Blacktop Bully. Right. And uh, Eddie Graham, who booked the match and who was also driving the truck, all three, of them, oh, all got three their, of them got fired. All three of them of got fired by WCW for bleeding. That's awesome. On a pay per view called Uncensored. But right. that's neither here nor there. Uh, so we also saw Harlem Heat. Taking on the nasty boys in a Texas tornado, yeah. falls count anywhere. Falls count anywhere. Oh, that was, match, yeah. And it got the, crazy. The food fight. Yeah. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. People were slipping and sliding in ketchup and mustard. Yeah, that's. Yeah, everywhere. Scary
2: Sherry was there. And yeah, she, dude, right. she took. I thought she hit her head, man. Sister I thought Sherry she went almost down. almost split her head. Yeah, open. she went down hard. She slipped badly. The,
1: pop, the popcorn machine?
2: I mean, there was obviously these fake concession stands, and then it just it got crazy.
3: Yeah, the concession stands were built literally for them yeah. to just smash each other into right. them. Um, that was
2: kind of a silly match.
3: But I really wanted to show Sean a bunkhouse stampede match. That was good. Fortunately, that was good. <laughs> fortunately, <That> was good. <laughs> was good. on the well, network, was it a good match,
1: or were you just happy because Dusty wins the bunkhouse stampede?
2: <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to see Luger win. That's for sure.
3: Well, here's here's the here's the thing, Sean. Now we saw. Uh, bunkhouse Stampede 88. But the good news is if you're a fan of seeing Dusty win and you watch a Bunkhouse Stampede, that is exactly what you're going to get. There were four Bunkhouse Stampedes, and Dusty Rhodes won all four well, matches. So. Was, it's,
1: it's his match.
3: Yeah, yeah. it is.
2: It's a tough guy. He wasn't wearing polka dots. That was that's, good.
3: That's correct. That was good. Now, the trophy for the Bunkhouse Stampede is actually a giant bronze boot. Yes. And, uh, the, in fact, my theory about the Bunkhouse Stampede is... Dusty was somewhere, he saw this giant bronze boot, he wanted it to put it in his house, but he had to gin up some crazy reason for him to buy it yeah, and the, win it.
2: The best part of that match is somebody took off what was that guy that was wearing that belt? They took off that guy's belt. Like he had like a oh, weight belt on.
3: Yeah. So it was uh it was uh Hawk and Animal. Right. Uh Lex Luger, right. Dusty Rhodes, right. uh Arn Anderson. Arn and Tully, right? Tull- uh, yeah, uh, was Tully in no, it? Wasn't Tully. Uh, no, it wasn't Tully. No, it was Arne, um, uh... Uh, Barry Windham. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, somebody's weight belt got ripped off, and, Manny were choking people with the weight belt and whipping them with it. Yeah, It's that always was, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that match... Descended into a blood battle. Well, a barbarian about, was in it, wasn't he? Barbarian, it? Yeah, yeah. Barbarian was the other yeah. one I was thinking
2: of. And they, dude, they were like, there was blood everywhere. Everybody got cut open except for Luger, of course. Pretty boy Luger can't right. cut himself. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he didn't.
1: Yeah. He's, got a, he's got an image to uphold. Can't, yeah.
2: can't carve up the merchandise. No. So. Uh,
1: I
3: thought you would like that. But then for the crew, now, Noah even joined us for this one, the coup de gras, the yes. the bloodiest of all blood matches from King of the Ring '98. We watched. Uh, Mankind versus Undertaker in right. the Hell in a Cell match.
1: I think it might go down as maybe the most famous wrestling match.
3: Or, uh, probably. That That's, was crazy. That was one I knew that when. You, if you have never seen it before, you have to see it because it's, things happen in that match that will never happen again in wrestling. It's just too violent.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I think it goes down. If not the number one, it's in the top five for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's right there with WrestleMania 3. and Yeah, you know. so
2: when Mankind got slammed like that on the table, that was just... he
1: well, threw him right off the top of the cage.
2: Yeah, that yeah. was just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Did mean, you think that, that was sweet. coming?
3: When you saw him up there, did you think he would really throw him off? The, he would fall off the top of the cage like no. that? It's, it's no. It's shocking. No, I it was, it was that shocking.
2: <laughs> it. I was shocked by it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think
1: the combination of, uh, of the match itself along with the uh the color commentary of the great jim Ross, of course um I think those two elements um just completely make that one of the top matches of all time yeah, as far as just, i mean just pure not from a necessarily a technical wrestling but just a barbaric and memorable for, match I for mean,
3: spectacle, there's no other match yeah like i
1: mean that. It, and they're still using that audio to like they use it on to kind of do jokes about my God, know, yeah, it kills'. Mean, yeah <laughs> it's, a pretty, pretty yeah. famous so but what yeah. did you, what did you think about that match?
2: It was wild. I thought it was that was one of the craziest matches It probably was the craziest match I've ever seen and like, like I said, I mean when he got you know thrown off the top of the cage, I was like, I was not expecting that I mean, you see it in the video game you can you know what I mean yeah <laughs> and uh, he fell through right. the top yeah. he fell through the top of right. the shell into the ring, yeah
3: he got uh Get the tombstone pile driver into thumbtacks. Yeah, everybody right.
1: forgets the thumbtacks. Yeah, yeah he did two or three spots right into those thumbtacks. Oh god, so, yeah. that was yeah. It was a lot going on. That gives me the it willies. Was, so it was it's pretty, pretty crazy, great.
3: but I, you know, like I said, I thought it would be a fun thing to do. Yeah. I like, I always like hearing Sean's feedback. I love this. I love to sit and watch wrestling with Sean because <laughs> he is completely like he doesn't. He's not jaded to it all like the way me and Noah are. We're just like so jaded because we've seen all that stuff before. But uh, I have to say. I have lined up some good matches for the future. We'll we'll have to sit down and watch some of them. Nice. There are several where Noah and I are actually visible in the audience. Okay. So we'll probably be watching. Uh,
1: so we're going to show them some Bash at the Beach. <laughs> yeah. So Bash at the
3: Beach. Noah was I wasn't at that one, but Noah was there. Josh yeah, was, was with, with you, right? Tony. Tony. And touchdown. Allen. Tony Allen right. was at Bash at the Beach. Tony Allen. We are in, we are, pr- we are prominently
1: seen on that pay per view.
3: Royal Rumble ninety three. Noah and I are visible throughout the entire match. That's Oakland. That is uh, Sacramento. Sacramento, okay. You will you will see a fantastic match between uh, Shawn Michaels and your arch rival Cokehead Marty Janetti, <laughs> uh, and we are visible throughout that match. But I I was just watching a couple today that I thought, oh these will make, these will be good because they're like some classic WCW that I want to show you, and you know, plus that's also you know for people who are following us on Twitter, or maybe not listening to the podcast, it's a nice way to bring some. Some old old time WCW fans into the show. Yeah. I mean, God knows. Thanks to uh, Noah's actions, we'll never get uh, Tony Schiavone's uh, seal of approval. Dude, on a can you believe <laughs> that shit? I, dude, so, okay, I,
1: that is so crazy that Tony Schiavone has so, blocked us okay. on Twitter, dude. So, uh, dude, we're, we're gonna we're gonna I, I t- shocked by that.
3: This is well, I'm not little, shocked
2: by it. Here's a
1: little inside. Oh, I was so shocked by that. Here's a little inside Fuck baseball.
3: Tony Schiavone you offended little, him. Here's a little.
1: I, I, dude, did you see that picture? <laughs> Did you see <laughs> the, the picture, Tony Schiavone. Yeah, I saw the picture. Okay, so was I speaking the truth? Well, the boy let himself go. Well. T- Tony
3: Shavani, the voice of WCW from like the eighties, the, oh, from the late eighties like to said, like late nineties. We have a Twitter 90s. feud with Tony Shavani. Like people,
2: like you said, hurtful. You're you hurtful get, words, you, you were, off.
3: Yeah, you get real salty with people, and it, this is the. <laughs> yes. This is like this is like Drake and Meek Mill, Noah and Shavante are having a Twitter <laughs> feud right now, so. A, 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 a little, a little inside baseball for our listeners. Noah can be a bit of an asshole, and we call him out on it sometimes. He doesn't see it. You say, like, dude, on the Twitch feed, like you're real rough on the listeners. Like you're kind of abrasive. I'm not. I don't know what you're talking oh, he about. He
2: knows what he's doing. Out
3: of the blue, out of the blue, <laughs> Noah messages me and Sean. It says, "You guys." Why are we blocked by Tony yeah. Schiavone? What did you, guys, what did you do? guys do? What did you guys do? They got us blocked
1: by Tony Schiavone. <laughs>
3: okay. and then okay. sh-
2: wait a minute. Oh, wait. I'm like, Time I don't off. even Time know off. who Tony Schiavone is. What yeah. yeah. did I do?
1: Time I did not say... What did you guys do? Oh, I yeah, never yeah. said it. It was yeah, yeah. very accusatory. I just said yes. we were blocked by Tony Shavani and I don't know why.
3: And, and I said, I don't know why it is either, but it's probably something. And you then did. I just yeah. sent and
1: then we sent Rockford files over there <laughs> well, to try to figure out <laughs> Jim Rockford over there to try to get on the case on
2: why we got well, blocked. He uncovered the mystery oh, very it, quickly. It didn't take very <laughs> it didn't take very long. It didn't
3: take very long at all. And the like I said, he is just perplexed. Why has Shivante banned us? Why are we blocked by Tony Shavani? And then, like, I go, oh, let me let me look at this. Let me see what's going on. And then I see this tweet. I see this tweet that he sent out. And He's like, oh, look at that. Fat fuck Shavante. Oh, yeah. the, the fucking dude, state of. him. quote me
1: right, dude. The I never said him. any of that. I just said he let himself go because he did, dude. Well, oh, my God.
2: Tony Shivani. He's very sensitive to is, that. He's is, not is, happy with his looks, apparently. He's, he's
3: leading a very low key life now. Yeah. He's doing what is he doing? Like calling college football or something no, like that? No, well, yeah, the, I think
1: he calls college football and minor league baseball yeah. for the Braves.
3: So he's like, he's in the media booth at a baseball game or something like that. This guy on Twitter is like, oh, The fucking state of him. You are garbage, (laughs) Shemotan. You are a fat bastard.
1: No. (laughs) He tweeted out a picture of him. Like he tweeted out the picture, like say I don't even remember what he said. Well, he, he didn't was invite you
3: to call him fat. He was
1: saying something about like, oh great, I don't know, he's saying something, and I just simply replied to his tweet and just said, look, man, you let yourself go, dude. What that? What happened to the tuxedo? What happened to the coiffed hair, dude? You did. Oh that's, god, that's,
3: it's cold beef, dude. It's cold beef. But then the he blocked
1: us. Did. Why is he blocking us?
3: <sighs> I don't know, man. I, you're, you you were a little out of line yourself. You insulted him a bit. I can't, Sean. Defend I can't you, fault Shavante
1: for that. <laughs> Come on, man, be on my side for a change, dude. I didn't say anything to him. That
2: was yeah. that bad. It wasn't that bad, but it was very hurtful. It was hurtful, like it was you not said. Not a blockable hurtful offense. words.
1: Not a blockable.
2: Offense. Well, he's a sensitive guy. Apparently, <clears throat> he should have thicker skin. Yeah. I'll, I, I will say that. Well, we shouldn't have been blocked.
1: We should not have been
2: blocked. You're right, I agree. That'll put some butts in seats. <laughs> <laughs> well, go back after him dude Say something yeah, else he, he
1: won't hear it Because he, we're blocked
2: Well not he's not blocked That's him. how
1: I knew We were blocked Because I put
2: He hasn't blocked Baffle though Oh well, that's there, true. There I could we go. put out. That's, like, see, that's <laughs> how he found out. That's
3: how Noah found out we were blocked. Is because he probably tried to send someone like, "Oh, this looks like something that fat fuck Shavante would wear," <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> like, "Wait a minute, I'm no, blocked." No, <laughs> no, what's going I,
1: on here? No, it was some other thing. I I tweeted from uh, the OWF, oh, the God. OW, the OW review, the OWR. And, you're and, and,
3: uh, you're you're a little abrasive.
1: All right. all well, let me go on record bit. as saying, I'm sorry, Tony. Okay there. is that better? I'm is sorry. that going to make it better? <laughs> please unblock us, please. Mm. Fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's not going to get you nowhere. Mm. Ah, get more, f- get, yeah, yeah, get more flies with honey. Fuck Tony, Schiavone.
1: Classic. All right. So uh, it's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a magical night. It is always the number one show, the number one award show. Uh, you can have your Oscars you can have your Grammys you can have your Tony Awards you can have your Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards for me my money the greatest award show is here on OTR right it's time once again for the Boobas thank you
3: thank you it's a uh, it is a lovely night here in, uh, in in Hollywood all of the young and beautiful stars are out tonight
1: uh Yes, you're right. There's Robert Logius. Coffin being he's uh, he's nominated tonight. So, uh, of course, this is
3: the time when we uh, celebrate the, the shit Bubba found on Netflix or hashtag bibs, batshit insane, Bubba streams, whatever we're calling it. Yes. Uh, we celebrate the best of the worst of these movies that we watched.
1: Bubba, let me interrupt year. you. There goes Ross Noble down the red carpet.
3: Oh, I th- He's following his badly... Uh, CGI uh, rendered nose. It's funny. He's, crowned, handed, he's rolling hand rolling in hand with the, Gemma
1: LeDouvreau. <laughs> you remember her from her role as blowjob Kate. Yes, in stitches.
3: that is uh, that's quite a <laughs> pair to draw to Noah. Uh, before before we get started, let's uh, let's go back and recall. And if you if you didn't listen to the episodes where we reviewed these movies, I would encourage you to go back into the archives, uh, listen to them. You know what? Throw us a uh, throw us a subscribe or a rating and a review while you're there. We couldn't couldn't hurt shit. It'll take absolutely you, it'll take you ten seconds. Absolutely, will help the podcast absolutely. greatly. But but yeah, definitely uh, check out these older episodes. We uh, reviewed the following films uh, in the last three hundred and sixty five days: the clown horror comedy Stitches, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. <laughs> A nightmare-inducing uh, <laughs> yeah. film. Oof, uh rough. Our, probably our favorite documentary of the year, Paul McCartney Really Is Dead, The Last Will and Testament of George Harrison. Classic. And the mercifully short, but uh, uh, nonetheless brilliant, Kung Fury. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, the Death of Superman Lives... What happened? Yes, another classic. Another really good documentary we watched last year, mm-hmm. and lastly, probably the best series on Netflix going right now, Danger Five.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was a, a down year a little bit. We didn't do as many episodes as we probably should have, so we don't have as many films to choose from. Well, but there
3: was no definitive. I, we, it, there was I don't know what this year's. Uh, FTR American Badass is I don't know what this year's uh, Karate Robo Zaborgar is Uh, So I promise you As we continue to step up Our recording schedule I will continue to step up my movie Selection to make sure that we are Watching only the best yeah
2: there's there's a glaring there's some glaring omissions off our films that last year is is there's no japanese flicks here at all i mean i think we need to get at least one or two a year in
3: yeah well uh i'll tell you i'll tell you one would be okay with me i'll I'll tell you well we will there's some
2: good ones on netflix and i'm eyeballing right now we
3: will have one if if one it's not
1: it's not batshit insane sean streams
2: that would be bis we don't do bis we do bibs i know if i've seen them He's seen. <laughs> I will.
3: I will tell you this: if the movie that you're looking at is uh, uh, Lady Ninja KD2, that's a big fat stay tuned uh, from nice. my part. So we we will eventually watch nice. that. Oh my god! That being said, though, uh, I, we do have some some awards to give out here. So so let's go ahead and get started. Yeah, uh, so let's
1: give out our first award. Bye-bye. I will.
3: I will. Uh, I will give out the first award here. Our first category: best fight scene. Ooh. Nice. And uh, the the best fight scenes of 2015 were Kung Fury versus the Nazis in Kung Fury, the Danger Five team versus Hitler's victory demon robot in Danger Five. <laughs> A classic, A classic conflict. Tim versus Eric. Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie and lastly kung fury versus the nazi arcade machine from kung fury
1: that's a very very tough tough it's a category. diverse
3: it's a diverse field
1: lots of different fights you have you have one man against many yeah you have one-on-one solo battle. You have a team versus one guy. It's it's a tough tough decision. Yeah, that uh,
2: that Danger Five versus the Hitler Victory Demon Robot. That was that was good.
3: Yeah, it's a, it was very uh, Voltron yes. uh, in its uh, appearance. Right. It was a giant monster versus giant robot. Uh, I always like man
1: versus machine. I like Kung Fury versus the Nazi arcade machine. Right, right. That was good. That was a good. That was a good matchup. Solid matchup there.
3: Well, let us spend no more time dillying or dallying. <laughs> you open the envelope. <laughs> and the booba goes to Kung Fury versus the Nazis
2: in Kung Fury. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well deserved. Yes, well deserved. Man. That was well a great deserved. scene.
1: Congratulations yep. to Kung Fury. Yes. And the Nazis. It takes two to have a good fight scene. So. I
2: would find it
3: hard to believe with a half-hour film with the name Kung Fury... Is going to be some good fights. Yeah, there.
1: the bu- the boobas might not survive to next year with all those boobo trophies I got to give out to all those Nazis. There were yeah. a lot of
3: them. Yeah, there were very there were quite a, a, a quite a few Nazis. <laughs> that's a lot. Of,
1: that's a lot of trophies <laughs> that are going to have to be made. Uh, so,
3: all right, Sean. Well, let's kick over the uh, the next category, Sean. We'd like to uh, read the category. Sure.
2: Our next category will be the most repug scene.
1: Oh, this is always <laughs> a good one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, So, and there was a lot of repug scenes in yes, the yes, movies. There, so. Yes, there were a lot of repug movies I think, as well. But. I think in every bibs there's at least one, and sometimes multiple. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: depending on the film. Yes.
2: Okay, so our first nominee, uh, Shrimp Bath Scene <laughs> from Tim and Eric.
1: <laughs>
2: Tim and Katie Sex Scene, Tim and Eric. <laughs> yes, <laughs> equally repug. The Umbrella Murder from Stitches. <laughs> I kind of like that one. <laughs> Falls Plastic Surgeries, Paul McCartney really is dead. There were a lot of
1: repug scenes this year. You're bringing back memories. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. I mean, I was partial myself to the uh, Umbrella murder scene. Yeah. I really like that one. But...
3: Uh, I, I think that kind of goes against the spirit of the category, doesn't yeah. it, though, if you really yeah. enjoy it? Yeah, see, I think yeah.
1: this I think this category is one of the few that is a hands-down hands Drop Dead winner because I had thankfully forgotten about tim and eric's movie and just <laughs> and me one too. mention of shrimp bath made me cringe and just ugh.
3: so yeah, swallow I, vomit I, I agree with that since since the majority of human civilization never saw tim and eric's billion dollar movie i would just like to explain to our listeners that the shrimp oh, bath please don't <laughs> is uh actually eric soaking in a bathtub full of diarrhea yes this is something that happened it's in so a movie. disgusting uh, it's I don't know what else to say about it It truly is Repug yes. Although big shout outs to our man Fall And his many, many plastic surgeries <laughs> To make himself look like uh, uh, Paul McCartney
1: Yeah, I was surprised that that uh, George Harrison's accent Wasn't in this category well, <laughs> Sit tight Because he might have
3: been nominated In another category, you never know I, I get the feeling George or Or false George will get his due At some point tonight <laughs>
2: All right, so let's open the envelope and see who our winner is. And with no surprise, it is the shrimp bath from yeah. Tim and Eric.
1: Yeah, no surprise <laughs> indeed. That is it. I think that is probably the one category that uh, is a no-brainer tonight. It is truly repug. Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay, so Noah, we're on to our uh, next category. Oh, yeah, so
1: let's take a look. Uh, this is a favorite category. Uh, f- we had we had a, who, do we know who won last year's actor who slummed?
3: Uh, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: was Chaz Palminteri?
3: No, it was Christopher, yes. Christopher Lloyd as Lero Sombrero in the Oogie Loves. In the Oogie
1: Loves, that's correct, yes. Well, uh, the Oogie Loves, I remember, if I remember correctly, the Oogie Loves had most of, if not all of the uh, the nominees yes. for most for the actor who's slumming it the most yes and uh this year is i think the same let's look at the nominees (laughs) for actor who is slumming it the most robert logia as tommy schlang in tim and eric jeff goldblum as chef goldblum
4: (laughs) in tim and eric
1: william atherton as earl swinter in tim and eric and John C. Riley as Taquito in Tim and Eric. So oh,
2: Taquito was pretty sweet, dude.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> this is a tough one because there's there are three possible winners in this category. Um, I, I think the fact that I, when I said it, I think I said it when it happened that John C. Riley was my pick for the actor who has slummed it the most because that was just insane that he was in that movie playing the most. Dumb, stupid, he, idiotic. He is
3: playing a lost child. Yes, who is a grown up, and yet he has never changed his clothes. So it's essentially John C. Riley wearing the clothes of a small child. They they are very ill fitting.
1: But I think the, the the rumors and the news out of the Academy so far has has been has been kind of saying that this might go the way of the. Uh, the Martin Landau or Jack Polansz, where they're awarding this to someone as more of a lifetime achievement award. So <laughs> <All right. laughs> Robert Loge has got a good shot to win this one this year.
3: Yeah, although I have to say, rest in peace. He's by kind right. of a he's kind of a dark horse in this category. But uh, '80s '80s movie asshole William Atherton. Uh, I think it, I was shocked to see him turn up in this movie. The co-star of Ghostbusters of real <laughs> genius. And here he was in Tim and Eric. Slumming it. I just could not believe it.
1: All right. Well, we've discussed this topic far too long. Let us find out who was the actor who was slumming it the most. The booba goes to Robert Loja as Tommy Schlang in Tim and Eric.
3: (laughs) A, a big, posthumous win for yes. Mr. Loja. So, yes,
1: Loja couldn't be with us tonight.
3: That's right. He couldn't be with us tonight because he is dead. Yes. Uh, so,
1: he will be a manager in the Underground Wrestling Alliance here starting next week. I, I
3: think that uh, <laughs> we should uh, dig him up and uh, open the box and throw his Booba Award in the coffin with that's
1: him. That's not a bad idea. Okay, so let's move on to uh, to our next category, and I believe uh, Buba, you have the nominees for I, this category.
3: I do, and what a fantastic award it is! Another hotly contested category that maybe uh, Tim and Eric won't run away with. The best WTF moment, or what the fuck? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. The first uh, WTF moment: Eric saws his arm off. Tim and Eric. Animated Heaven, Kung Fury. That was crazy.
1: That was crazy.
3: (laughs) George Harrison's voice, Paul McCartney Really Is Dead.
1: (laughs) Muxwell. Muxwell.
3: (laughs) Stitches, Floats Tommy's Dick Around, Tied to a Balloon. That
1: was pretty... Stitches. That made me say, what the fuck?
3: (laughs) And super producer, John Peters... Recollections in Death of
1: Superman, dude. His that was that was yeah. That guy is a what the fuck. That yeah. guy that guy is a what the
3: fuck. Yeah, yeah. He,
2: he's a producer because he just has money. Yeah, became, that's how he became a producer. Well, oh, right? he
3: became wealthy yeah. by being uh, Barbara Streisand's hairdresser, right. and then he he got ahead. He became a massive producer in Hollywood because Hollywood is crazy.
1: Uh, yeah, yes, it is. I can attest to <laughs> yes. that.
3: So yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of strange moments, looks- a lot of what the fuck
1: moments. Yeah, a lot of
2: bad. There was uh, some bad uh, impersonation of George Harrison there. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. That
1: definitely made you guys say what the fuck. I still say, I still say that that was actually George Harrison's voice. <laughs> right. Until- <laughs> Right. I'm still in the camp that believes that, that documentary is, is it, true to it, life. It's still real to him.
3: Damn I'll it. never
2: forget John Peters laying back on his couch and putting the camera frame up with his hands. And, that's yes. how he yes. yes. sees movies yeah. happen. It's, that, that will never leave me. Yeah, yeah
3: he's <laughs> a real <laughs> lunatic. All right, well, without any further ado, let's uh, hand out this award. And the award for Best WTF Moment of 2015... Stitches floats Tommy's dick around tied to a balloon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Stitches. That, you know what? What the fuck? That, yeah. was, uh,
1: that was definitely a moment for sure. I,
3: I think extra points to the filmmakers in that movie. Uh, and again, if you haven't heard our review of Stitches, go back and listen to the episode. Uh, a murderous clown on a rampage. This happens probably within the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Tommy has a, a nightmare, a daydream, in which the clown... Rips his dick off, ties it to a balloon, and then floats it around the classroom for everyone to laugh at. Yeah, Stitches um,
1: is my pick for film of the year. By the way, I, I like. On, <laughs> I just want to go on record saying that is
2: my pick for best picture. I did like Stitches. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely got its fans. I mean, it's for it to have left an impression the way it did. I mean, we watched it almost one year ago, so for us to still be talking about it is uh, is uh, quite an achievement. So our next award. We're going to kick this off to you, Noah, to hand out our next award.
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. We have uh, three main categories left. So let's dive in. Uh, the nominees for Best Actor in a Major Motion Picture Bims <laughs> <laughs> are Ross Noble as Stitches in Stitches, David Sandberg, Kung Fury in Kung Fury, Ronnie Rodriguez as Diamond Jim slash Johnny Depp in Tim and Eric. Andreas Colleen as Thor in Kung Fury. This category... Is very tightly contested. It's a
3: real toss-up. Well, I, I think know,
1: you could hand this award to any of them and not be not be
2: in the wrong. Well, Ross Noble and David Sandberg they really turned in titular performances. Yes,
4: yes
1: titular. They did, yes, they did. Yes. They carried those. Yes, they thank carried, you for for pointing that out. They, they
3: carried <laughs> they carried their respective pictures. Although I, I do have to say, uh, I think Ronnie Rodriguez as Diamond Jim. Uh, and of course, now the gag in that movie being that Tim and Eric had hired uh, Johnny Depp to be in this movie that cost a billion dollars, uh, only to find out that it wasn't Johnny Depp, it was a Johnny Depp impersonator. So I, th-
1: I, th- I want to <laughs> go on record as saying for the first 30 seconds, I did not yes. think it was Johnny Depp, so he was a
2: really good impersonator. It, it's, see, it's too bad we were remiss in having, uh, you know, not more biz, because I think... Uh, Diamond Jim, Ronnie Rodriguez, probably would have won an award as maybe best supporting actor. He probably would have won that category. You know, he I does. Think, I yeah.
1: have to agree with you. He does feel more of a supporting actor, but because of the lack of films this year, we had to narrow the nominees down. So you. You make a compelling case. I think the same could be say, f- said for Andres Colling as Thor. Right. Yeah. He would be right in the running yeah. uh, there as well. He, he is, put in a masterful performance. He is
3: definitely the old man with the greasiest pecs. Yes. This, I mean, <laughs> <in this> his, <laughs> his, his, <laughs> his
1: performance of the God of Thunder is was, was very compelling. That's right. So I think this comes down to two guys. Yeah. The titular <laughs> performances <laughs> by David Sandberg and Ross Noble. But... Uh, Let's not speculate any longer. Let us take a look into the envelope and see who won for Best Actor in a Motion Picture, Bibs, and the booba goes to Ross Noble as Stitches in Stitches.
2: Yeah, he was, he was great. He carried that uh, movie, he, and
3: uh, he crossed the line back and forth between murderous clown and actual. Uh, De- degenerate, degenerate filthy drunk. clown. Right. Uh, as we all know, those are the only two types of clowns there are are degenerates and murderers. I don't appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Hats off to you, Ross Noble. So
1: now that we've handed off the Best Actor Award, Sean, I think it's your turn to uh, to give us some nominees for the Best Actress.
2: My favorite category. Yeah, all this right.
1: is, you you are the, the master. You you normally the best actress award is handed out by the previous winner of the Best Actor Award, but in the boobas the Best Actress Award is always handed out by Sean so that he can give a good feel to the winner as they come up to pick up their award.
2: I would like to give the winner a good feel. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Our nominees are, for this year's Booba's Best Actress, Natasha Ristik as Ilsa in Danger 5. Wow, she was amazing. Uh, we got Gemma Leigh Devereaux as Blowjob Kate in Stitches. We have Eleni Young as Barbarina Kung Fury. And Michelle Nightingale as Claire Danger Five. Right. So this was. Uh, I don't think this was very tough. I think I, looking at the, you know, looking. I know you guys probably won't agree with me, but uh, I thought this was a runaway for the winner.
1: Well, I think if our listeners have have listened to the shows here recently, I think they're aware of who the winner <laughs> in this category is. Yeah. You've, <laughs> you've been, you have been very high on on one of these gals. Uh, and uh, clamoring about her for, for quite some time. So. Yeah,
2: I'm still riding her high right now. I'm, I'm, sure, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I'm sure you are. I'm yeah. sure you'd love to ride her high. But. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so uh, anything to say on this, you guys?
3: I, well, I have to say, uh, it probably was a little closer than you think, but that was not a battle I was willing to face today. <laughs> so uh, I... I
1: it's hard to go against the academy, Bubba, when the academy feels so strongly about this
3: one. Right, right. I mean, yeah, there were some some lovely uh, performances this year by by all these ladies, but uh, I think there will emerge a, a clear winner.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised that the other the other girl from Kung Fury, uh, Barbarina's uh, mate katana katana didn't make it into this category i'm very surprised yeah i think that was a, a mission by the uh, by the academy well uh-huh.
3: i i think it was either katana or claire and i don't know what to tell you i gotta think for claire so
2: she's, <laughs> in. she's nice but i think we all know who our winner is well we don't yeah.
1: know until gotta you open the envelope. open
3: that well, envelope hand me that, that envelope so we can uh, yeah.
2: and let's open it up and our winner is natasha ristic Wins the booba as Ilsa for Danger 5, her performance. Well-deserved. Yes, well-deserved. Well deserved. She yeah. was
1: definitely one of the hottest
2: chicks we've ever seen. She is smoking so. hot, and we'd love to see more of her. Hopefully, she gets, uh, after uh, Danger 5 is done, we'll see her again somehow.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I'm, I'm sure if Bubba has this. a hand in it, we
2: will. Well, <laughs> if I see her in something, I'll be watching it.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> We're on to our next category. Uh, yep. Booba, back yep. to you.
3: All right. Well, I will uh, go ahead and take. This is actually... Uh, the point in the show where we hand out our Lifetime Achievement. Mm. Uh, the Boobas have our own uh, very own version of the Irving Thalberg uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. Did
2: we have one last year?
3: No, okay. but it was the first year of the Boobas, so okay. it's, it's not like we could really hand it to anybody at that point. Gotcha. Uh, this is such a special award, I don't even know if we'll be handing it out every year because <laughs> this is truly...
1: Uh, oh, we'll be handing it out next year because I already know who's going to who's going <laughs> to win it this, next year. So... But.
3: so uh, this is an award uh, for special contributions. This is the the Andy Sidaris Lifetime Achievement Award for Entertainment Excellence. Mm. And uh, for those of you who have never heard the name of uh, fantastic filmmaker, visionary filmmaker. Uh, Andy Sidaris. Uh, yes,
1: just turn on Cinemax. You turn on Cinemax after, after eleven o'clock at night. You'll see who Andy. Cedarus. I've Actually, never heard that name tonight. Go,
3: go go back go back in time about fifteen twenty years, and then turn on Cinemax, and you will see uh, one of his classic films: uh, "Hard Ticket to Hawaii," <laughs> "Savage
1: Beach." Yeah, if you if you if you had on TV or select TV in I the eighties, then you have seen an Andy Sidaris film. You think I, I have? I guarantee you. All have. right. Yeah, they are we'll
3: basically... Uh,
1: Did you ever see A Girl's Breast on, on TV or selection? Of TV course. Then you've seen an Andy Sedaris. probably. It's safe to say that you've yeah. seen one. <laughs> yeah, they,
3: these are uh, movies about uh, secret agents and... And, uh, and naked women. And n- naked women, yeah. That and, sounds and fantastic. It, it is every bit as fantastic as a, as a... Like I said, just a visionary filmmaker, sadly no longer with us. Uh, but uh, R.I.P. Robert Loja. I have uh, named this Lifetime Achievement Award for Mr. Sedaris and his many, many accomplishments. I could
2: see him winning his own award at some point.
1: Well, he's, he's dead, so it's hard for him to win his own yeah. award. Well, <laughs> so
2: is so, so, so Robert Loja, but he won. <laughs> yeah, <there you laughs> he
3: out. might win one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So this year, the Andy Sidaris Lifetime Achievement Award for Entertainment Excellence. excellence excuse me. <laughs> Is going to go to Hitler. Yes, uh, this, well deserved. This is uh, a man who has contributed so much to the art of comedy. He his crea-
1: uh, he his he has given so much to the OTR podcast. It's amazing yeah. when well, we sat back and really thought about it. Right. right,
2: I would have never imagined at the beginning that he'd be so prominent.
1: <laughs> when, when we started <laughs> recording this 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 show two years ago, did yeah. we ever think that Hitler would play a main role in our, in well, our podcast? Well, but, you and
2: I didn't, but maybe somebody else did. Well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's such a he's such a perfect villain and he is the villain in almost every movie that we've watched <laughs> over the last couple of years so he's everywhere his his role in uh, FDR American Badass of course you had Werewolf Hitler uh, when we went to go see Freak Show Wrestling, they had Gadolf Hitler. Yes, the that's, gay your, Hitler. that's
1: your biggest enemy, right. Gadolf Hitler. He is, he
3: is my arch nemesis, Gad yes. Gadolf Hitler. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> if, was, if you haven't
1: seen that video, go to our YouTube channel <laughs> and check it, that out.
3: And he is currently running wild in the OTR uh, Wrestling Federation. Yeah as the uh rare Pepe Jobber champion.
1: Yeah, so Bubba, uh, I'd like to like to say, pre- accepting the award. We have Gadoff Hitler on so, the line. <laughs> so,
3: so uh I mean look at uh Danger Five has Hitler in it. Uh really Hitler is number one in all of our hearts. Dude, I why
1: think. didn't I reach out and get Gadoff <laughs> Hitler to accept this award? Gosh I I missed I missed the missed the boat on that one.
3: Uh so so this is a this is a very special award, and unfortunately, Hitler could not be with us tonight because he killed himself in right. his bunker at but, the end of World War II. But
1: in honor of in honor of our winner, we all three of us are are donning our Hitler mustaches. You can't see it, but we are we do have our Hitler mustaches out as we as we give this award. <laughs> that's right, that's right.
3: He is so, everywhere, though. So, so Hitler
1: is it? Kill Hitler.
3: <laughs> so so thank you, Hitler, for your many contributions to. Uh, Thank you, Hitler. That's a sense I never thought of <laughs> anybody say on this podcast. To
1: the uh, thank you, Hitler. To
3: the film
2: world.
1: <laughs>
3: yes. To, thank you for your contributions to the spirit of the comedy of this podcast.
2: All right. Well, we've
1: uh, we've given away a lot of awards. Right. And uh, I believe it's, it's time that time of the evening where we give away the actual booba for best picture and Bubba. These are your awards. There. It is. It is your segment. Why don't you do the honors?
3: I will. And here are your nominees for Best Picture of the Year in the Year of Our Lord 2015.
1: (laughs) Slash 16. (laughs) Slash 16.
3: (laughs) Stitches. Kung Fury. Paul McCartney Really Is Dead. The Last Will and Testament of George Harrison. And Danger 5. Some, some real rude categories. Some, yeah, this was this was
2: tough. Some
3: real hot bangers here, gentlemen. Yes. I know that uh, you guys, for the most part, enjoyed. Uh Conspicuous by its absence, Tim and Eric. I'm glad. I was, was, say, was I was just about to say. I'm
1: glad Tim and Eric did not make make the grade on this one. That was that was one of the things I did agree with the Academy well,
2: We on. get. We you know we had Oogie Loves, and this yeah. year's Oogie Loves was Tim and Eric. Yeah,
1: well, that's true. Yeah, it, guys didn't they, really are, care for it. They do go hand in hand. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> <Of> many levels. <laughs> so, so Except my kids could never watch Tim and Eric. No, no,
3: no. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's basically like Oogie Loves, but instead of. Uh, Instead of human midget-sized puppets, we have
1: we have shrimp baths. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> instead of having puppets, you have uh, people <laughs> soaking in a tub full of instead diarrhea. Of, instead
1: of Chas Palmonteri going ooh ooh ooh, we have Chef Goldblum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> let's. Uh, well, I've let's... already gone on record as saying I believe Stitches was the best picture of, of our of our year. So I'm, I'm I'm hoping that that
2: Stitches will come out it, the winner. It was really tough for me because I loved Kung Fury and I. I love Danger Five. I think they're both quintessential. They they sum up Bibs in a nutshell. Both of those. Yes. And and,
1: and I will go on the record quintessential saying it, films. This, yes. that if there was a category for best documentary, Paul is dead. Would would Paul McCartney really is dead? Would be the hands down winner of that category.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have one this yeah. year. Well, we'll see. We'll see how
3: many movies we can get through let's, this year.
1: Let's get through some movies. Let's, All let's right. have a better showing next year. All
3: right. And here we are to give out the best picture. 2015
2: slash 16. The booba goes to, come Fury. Oh, oh nice! Wow. Listen, nice. To, listen to the crowd. Yep. <laughs> nope. Wow. Listen to the crowd. <laughs> that
4: crowd.
2: I thought that was the quintessential bibs film. Bibs film of 2015. Yes, no doubt about it. I,
3: I believe. I think. Yeah. I, when I when I initially pitched that to you guys, I think I referred to it as. Bibbs the
2: movie, yes,
1: yeah, it, it, yeah, I would say you're probably right. It probably was. It did encapsulate everything that is a Bibbs uh, in the 30 minutes that it lasted. So, yep. <laughs> a, a real uh, classic. <laughs> yeah, so a real it, classic. It, yeah, it's it is it is no surprise that it won the Booba. So.
2: And we, and we may hear more from them if they're I heard Kung Fury two could be on the horizon. That's absolutely and correct. Maybe uh maybe in twenty seventeen it'll be up for a nomination.
1: A number a number of films <laughs> It's gonna be hard. That's you know, the sequel's never as good as the original. <laughs> a number a number of films getting
3: sequelized. Uh there's also I've heard a very strong possibility of Stitches 2 being released. Oh, so wow. we have nice. another one of those to look forward wow. to.
1: Nice. When will, when when will Stevie Wonder is not blind? When is that documentary coming <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> Who could say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, uh, it was a it was a slightly down year for the boobas and bibs in general, but, but there were some really great films. Yeah. What we lacked in quantity, we did not lack in quality.
2: Yeah, I right. thought Kung uh, Fury and Danger yeah. Five they were they were high points for me.
3: Yeah, they were top notch.
1: Yeah, yeah it was another great year in the uh, in the land of bibs. And uh, at the end of the show. We will uh, tell you about our first bibs for 2016/17. So nice. Stay tuned for that. But uh, in the meantime, I can't wait. That is the end of the 2015 Boobas. Booba, Great job. I thank you. Great yeah. job producing tonight.
2: Always top-notch entertainment. Sean, <laughs> great,
1: great, great, uh, great uh, presenting. Good job.
2: Well, it's easy when you got Ilsa. She, <laughs> makes, she makes my life easy. How did she feel? She feels fantastic we'd be going
1: to the gov- <laughs> we'd be going to the governor's ball we're with the after party <laughs> that's right uh, so we're gonna take a break uh, and when we come back we're gonna go over some news stories and wrap up this edition of off the rail so stand by for that
5: Strengthcast is real gamers, nerds who have gamed their entire lives, beings who exploded from American vaginas, with dice in one hand, a breast in the other, and the glow of bits in their eyes. These are the men and women who close their eyes at dawn. This is Strengthcast. So visit strengthingaming.com and subscribe to STRcast.
2: You see, when Ballast Point Skolkin comes down, all my customers come around. To all my freaks out there, Icon is your hookup.
3: Holler if you hear me. This is Justin from Icon Beverages and Cigars, and you're listening to Off the Rails
1: Podcast. <laughs> all right, well, we're hollering. We hear you. Welcome back. Uh, hopefully, uh, you, you guys will check out the Strength Cast. They're, uh, they're doing good, good work over there, so go check them out.
2: Might hear a bad Bill Cosby impersonation.
1: You might hear a bad Bill Cosby impersonation yeah, from my uh, anime anime intimidation <laughs> or whatever that, that con was. So uh go check them out. But uh it's time now for the news. <laughs> so in the news today, Bubba, there was a story. Um let me get it up here so I can give you the correct, uh, the correct information. <laughs> God
3: forbid we spread misinformation. Yeah, we don't want to
1: spread any misinformation here. So uh, this was a, this was a very uh, interesting story. Very, it shows what people will do in uh, in in the the rural South. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in Richmond, Virginia,
4: uh-huh.
1: a woman was arrested for assault uh, at a Wendy's restaurant. Right. Uh, appears that she was hangry. Have you ever heard the term hangry? Brother?
3: Yes. Yes, I have heard the term hangry. So
1: this is a combination of hungry and angry. My
2: daughter is in this state constantly. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Has, has,
1: has your daughter ever jumped over the counter to Wendy's and bit the associate trying to help her?
2: Not yet, but oh, she's, well, she's, she's been close.
1: You may want to keep an eye on her because in in Richmond, Virginia, a, a woman was charged with assault after jumping over the counter uh, and attacking the wendy's worker and biting her on Jesus. the leg she, she
3: thinks she thought she was a bacon hater. <laughs>
1: that's
3: apparently, a good burger apparently, great burger.
1: apparently uh 25 year old lovely robinson isn't it great that her name is lovely <laughs> lovely robinson
3: she should change her name dude wow she should change her name from lovely i'm to just gonna I need, angry to refra- bitch. I need to
2: refrain from commenting after hearing that name she Come was on, keep going
1: uh, jumped had a confrontation with Wendy's manager Latanya Nelson oh. at the oh, Wendy's in in uh, <laughs> on Brook Road near Azalea <laughs> Avenue in Richmond Virginia. All right. uh, apparently, uh, Lovely had ordered two spicy chicken sandwiches, <laughs> uh, and when she attempted to change her order to four ninety nine cent chicken sandwiches, uh, it got a little hostile. Mm. Uh, The fast food manager said that she had no choice but to defend herself as lovely, jumped over the counter. I I can honestly say, without a shadow of a doubt, that I've never been that angry at a fast food restaurant where I would want to and give somebody physical harm.
3: It says in the article that... The two threw haymakers in the area where they cook hot fries. Yes, <laughs> which is well, very fr- dangerous because let well, fr- me
2: tell you
1: that that grease is hot.
3: It the is. fries
2: are right there towards the front. It gets yeah, oh, super yeah. hot. Yeah, that fry and, batch and we is also, right there. In
3: this article, I'm also seeing a, a picture of the perpetrator. And let me tell you something. Uh, she looked like she got hit in the face with a bag of hot nickels.
1: Well, she got hit by Latanya Nelson, who, who, as she put it, didn't have. <laughs> wait, where's it in the article? It's yeah, yeah, a great it line. Was. She didn't have me in size. But Obviously. she had me in heart. I'll give her that.
2: Obviously, <laughs> if you're going to eat four chicken sandwiches, you've got her in size.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, well, that's why she was hangry. She was looking for yeah. those chicken sandwiches.
2: But this story reminded
1: me of another, another lady mm-hmm. that uh, went into a little bit of fast food rage uh, recently in the news. And I'm kind of throwing this off topic slightly, but I want you guys to watch this video and listen to this video, if you will. Oh, this let me guy's, play, let me play this, this for re, you. Look at
2: this research this guy's prepared.
5: I have an announcement to make to y'all. Oh, Jesus. To the people of America. I was at this here McDonald's on Dorset.
2: Got fucking hair.
5: <laughs> it's a Monday night. I was just disrespected in there. Almost got in a fight with the gal in there. First of all, y'all? my first issue is the drive-through was filled all the way up and I had to walk inside. So then I'm, you know, I'm already mad because I got to get out my car and go inside. So I go inside, I politely say, hey, uh, can I have a McRib meal? Large size with the Dr. Pepper. And the lady said, well, okay, uh, that'd be 6 dollars I said, ain't you forgetting something, ma'am? And she said, well, what? I said, you're supposed to offer me the Extra McRib for a dollar when you buy the McRib meal. She wants
2: two McRibs.
5: You ain't gonna believe it. She looked. Look at her. Me up and down. <laughs> and she said, "Well, don't look like you need the extra McRib." She's right. Excuse me, bitch.
2: Excuse me. <laughs> I throw
5: punched that bitch. I knocked her ass down. So if you come to the Dorset McDonald's and you see a lady named Charlene in there. Tell a Carla sent you, and then you throw puncher or puncher in the cooter. I don't give a damn in the cooter. (laughs) This is against my civil rights. (laughs) What? (laughs) Fuck you, McDonald's. On Dorset. Not all
3: the other ones. I like all the other ones. Jesus Christ, dude. Jesus Christ. Now, keep in mind that the... Are you fucking kidding me? The secret to good storytelling is brevity, right? So, like, she, she, she did go on and on. But I will say that that was a whopper hairdo that she had. Dude...
1: I just want to go on record saying I can't that
2: believe what I just saw.
1: I, I'm I'm very happy that she's only that she's very clear to say that she's only happy with the McDonald's on Dorset. Yeah. And she loves all the other McDonald's. Yeah.
2: Obviously she does. Yeah.
1: So I, the next the next time you're in the McDonald's, Sean, tell them Clara sent you. Yeah. And then throw punch him <laughs> <laughs> in the cooter. And then throat punch that
3: bitch. Throat punch her in the
1: cooner.
2: Dude, that excuse was excuse me. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> oh
3: that had to God. be. That had to be a work, right?
2: That's not. Dude, she looked even I don't either. I. She looked legit. I believe that. I she don't looked, know. She looked yeah. like she wanted to cry, dude. I just like she was that mad. She was like in tears almost. I wanna.
3: I wanna believe the better of my fellow
1: humans, but I guess that's <laughs> well, a mistake. You're, well, yeah, you're, you're. You're talking about someone from clearly from the south. We that just is,
2: heard everything that's wrong with this country. <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) And you can't see it, obviously, listening to us. But if you watch that video, if you go to our website, when she says that she looked me up and down, she she actually pans the camera down so you can see fetch yeah. yeah, <laughs> You I could did. see
3: that she is a disaster. <laughs> oh my god! Day one.
1: Oh, so yeah. So when I saw that news story about the Wendy's woman, I, I had to play that video because yeah. that's just a a great a, a great classic. People point. get aggressive looking for their fast cool. food. Oh yeah. man, uh, Sean, uh, do you have, what's our next story on the news here? So.
2: uh Thankfully, we're going to leave the USA for a minute. Uh, <laughs> if you think we're not going to get any less crazy, no. But you think if it's bad there, wait till we go third world. We're going to <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna travel to Asia uh, to Vietnam, and we have a Vietnamese woman who escaped death a death sentence by impregnating herself with a syringe that was filled with a plastic bag of semen. Wow. New uh, Nguyen. Tai Hu 42 was due to give birth in A- is due to give birth in April and will have her sentence reduced to life imprisonment. Wow. She lived in the province of Kuang ni in twenty twelve and was found guilty and sentenced to death in twenty fourteen. Sentenced to death for drug trafficking—that's pretty harsh. That's yeah,
3: well, pretty harsh. We have, de- does, we have a lot of We have a lot of dead people in America. Around, if that man, was, when that it, was the yeah, case when, here. Well, well, when it comes to when it comes to drug offenses, the Southeast Asia does not maybe talk it's about. It's
2: not it. so bad. Our roads wouldn't be as crowded. Well, well <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> 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 so I, I disagree <laughs> with that. So while in prison way, I think it's way h u e way allegedly paid a twenty-seven-year-old male inmate. Nguyen Tuan Hong, fifty million Vietnamese dong, which is thirty one hundred U.S. dollars. Okay, this is this is
1: obviously an onion story, right? (laughs) There's no way. There's no way that the currency in Vietnamese is called the dong. The currency in Vietnam is called
3: the dong. There is
1: no. I'm so not believing that. There's no fucking way.
3: So she paid him how many thousands of dong?
2: 50 million, 50, Fifty million dong. Fifty million dong. Fifty million dong to show his dong. Yeah, which is approximately three thousand. Give him some
1: dong juice. Hung. 50 million dong and his name juice. is Hung. It's, yes. Dong this, got this. Hung got is, paid dong. This is such an onion story. <laughs> this is totally an onion story. There's no way this is real. So this
3: so this Hung guy got paid in
2: dong. <laughs>
1: Got 50 million dong. This is the Straits Times
2: times of Asia here. (laughs) To get her her off death row. Oh, my God. Okay, Hung then collected the semen in a plastic bag and passed it to Wei along with the syringe on two separate occasions.
1: It took two times to do that.
2: Well,
3: it is a a blessed event.
2: Did he get 50
1: million dong each time? (laughs) I
2: don't don't think so. doesn't say that. Wei succeeded in getting pregnant after inseminating herself, investigators said. Four officers at the local prison where Hui is being housed have been suspended for alleged negligence. So we got other people in trouble as well. Yeah. Under Vietnamese law, a pregnant woman or a mother whose child is less than three years old cannot be sentenced to death. Hue is likely to have her sentence reduced to life imprisonment. <laughs> wow.
1: How many dong would it take for you to give up your Siemens, Bubba? Uh,
3: Man, I kind of keep that stuff to myself. (laughs) One one dong? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One dong, two balls. One
1: long dong. (laughs) That's three grand.
2: I'm gonna need a lot more than fifty million. Yeah. There's no yeah. way it's called a dong, dude. That is such a I'm was, gonna need I'm gonna need at least five hundred dollars. You notice that no
3: Noah, Noah's okay with the guy's name is Hung, but the fact that he's paying in dong, <laughs> There's he just no can't get over way
2: it. He's paying in
1: dong, dude. That's just so not he, that's so he, not true. He,
3: he got paid in dong. Oh. Well, I love it long time. Thank yes, you. Thank yes. Thank you for that, Sean. Yes,
1: yes, I'll 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 buy that for a dong. <laughs>
3: Uh, Chewbacca, Stormtrooper, and Cookie Monster arrested in Times Square. What a great, now, what a
1: great headline. I think you should just stop right there. Have,
3: have you... have you? I know that, Noah, you've been to New York City. Yes, I Sean, have. Sean, you've been also? Many times. Ha, and have you been to Times Square and seen all the various costume performers that pollute t- Times Square, these oh, bootleg yeah. Buzz Light years and whatnot? I've been there probably eight times, I'd say. Yeah. So, uh, these are guys who dress up like beloved children's characters and then, uh, demand money from tourists. And it's, uh, it's not unique to New York, although, uh, New York seems to be particularly heinous about it. Uh, there's a there's an anti-Semitic Elmo out there who uh, said all kind of nasty thing about Jews and and pulled a knife on somebody once. It's a really nasty guy. That
1: wasn't the real Elmo that did that. Um,
3: no, actually it was. That's why you don't see him on Sesame Street oh, anymore. Okay. Uh, the uh, the other thing too is uh, we have these here in California. They they work on Hollywood Boulevard anywhere where large groups of tourists congregate. These costume characters show up, they harass people, uh, they, they uh, constantly panhandle. So in Times Square, there was some bad behavior from these characters, which resulted in the arrest of Chewbacca, a stormtrooper, and the Cookie Monster, the police say. So around 3.30, uh, a woman dressed as Cookie Monster posed for a photo, but it uh, the exchange turned ugly when Cookie Monster began demanding tips. Uh, now, <laughs> I can tell you, is my my brother was working in Hollywood, and he had a lot of, uh, of interactions with these characters, and he said they get really aggressive, especially with tourists, and he said they start getting real pushy, and they trick you into taking a picture with them, and then they demand, you know, like $10 from you or whatever. Uh, it's a real shakedown. Oh, yeah, it's has big uh, racket up there. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, officers arrested the woman inside the suit, uh, 29-year-old Nestorina Morales Perez of Patterson, New Jersey, and charged her with aggressive panhandling and harassment. Uh, and then a half hour later, uh, police arrested Chewbacca and a stormtrooper after they confronted a 71-year-old... Near Forty Fifth and Broadway, uh, they posed with a victim and demanded money after not allowing the man to leave until he paid them ten dollars
2: each. Three
1: hundred and fifty dong. Yes. I, I,
2: I was, <laughs> I was hoping for a uh, uh, correct. Uh, pronunciation of Miss Perez since you're Spanish. I thought I was going to get a little like, you know, on the news, they speak English and no, I get yeah, that. You know, you know? You're, you're you a know? Vietnamese
1: that's why we give you those stories. But <laughs> yeah, he, <he's, laughs> Bubba's got no, no, <laughs> no recollection of get, that. You're <laughs> not
2: getting
3: any of that from me. That's uh, so it's, it's a real bad scene over there in Times Square, but like I said, that, that, that's something that uh, you know, my brother had been telling me that about the costume characters uh, up in Hollywood for a long time, and in fact, that's... Uh, last time i was there i saw about four different jack sparrows including a gorilla jack sparrow nice. which nice. which would later inspire me to create gorilla john cena the uh, otr <laughs> podcast uh, wrestling superstar i gave
2: you guys some travel tips in the past and let me give you another travel tip <laughs>
1: Wait, just one one question, real quick. Was one of the Jack Sparrows Ronnie Rodriguez? Diamond,
2: <laughs> it might have been Diamond, well, diamond Jim. Yeah. Jim. Okay, just, went, yeah. just
1: curious if he's moonlighting on Hollywood Boulevard.
2: Another travel tip. I mean, if you go to if you're going to Hollywood, I mean, you're going to downtown Vegas. You go to you go to you know Times Square. Times Square just yeah. blow by these clowns. I mean, if you want a picture, you take a picture with your family, your friends. You don't need a picture with these guys. That's they're not those characters, so that's it's stupid to get a picture with them in the first place. so just run just just ignore them. And well these are all people who are
3: who are using copyrighted characters. It, in a, I, I, a, a, just a completely them. illegal mean. way I think,
1: I think in a sober state of mind it's easy to say that but when you're drinking you've had a couple cocktails you're walking down vegas boulevard and here comes you know
2: a couple of midgets the, the 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 avengers
1: you're like hey we'll take a picture with the it's fun we'll take a picture yeah, don't with the do avengers it. don't
2: do it i'll give you a travel tip you go to vegas and you're going there's a guy that will let you kick him in the balls for 10 bucks that's what you do that's who you spend your money you, you, on. You take a video and you kick the guy in the rocks, dude, and then you Jesus then you move right. I agree. Well, I agree with that. That I will agree and, with. And uh, you know, we might have some video, something like that. <laughs>
1: there is. We've seen that. We've yeah. actually done that. Wow. Somewhere in the anal's of, of our archive. Oh. Touchdown,
2: Tony Allen. There you go.
1: <laughs> oh wow. Well, I think uh, we've we've been recording for quite some time. Yeah. I think it might be time to, to wrap this this baby up here. So. All right.
2: It's always a long one. It's the boobas. It's, it's the, the boobas, uh, yes. It is a special. It's, it's the yes. spectacular. It's the finale spectacular. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes,
1: absolutely. So, uh, Bubba, before we uh, sign off, yeah. I know that in our next episode, uh, season three is coming up. We're going right. to start season three here of the OTR podcast, and we're going to start it off with the bibs. So why don't you tell the viewers... Uh, what they should be watching and where wow. they can go to watch it uh
3: well our film that we will be reviewing uh next time for our bibs is Ninja 3: The Domination and this is a uh, this is uh, a film from the uh canon oeuvre of the uh uh starring a very lovely uh lovely young actress uh who um Uh, Plays an aerobics instructor who is possessed by the spirit of a vengeful ninja. So it's... uh, Sounds interesting. I like the sound of this. I think it's everything that we look for in a bibs, and I think you'll (laughs) all enjoy it. So if you would like to check it out, it can be seen in its entirety on YouTube. Wow. wow. Uh, Yeah, this is actually part of the Paramount collection. Uh, uh, it's, It's a canon film that they produced... Uh, for Paramount, and Paramount just went on YouTube and they said, look, we have all these shitty films that nobody cares about, we're never releasing them on on Blu-ray or anything like that, Uh, just throw them on YouTube. That's great. Uh, So go, and and while you're there, I mean, there's some some potential stay-tunes in there too, so uh, go ahead and hit up YouTube and search again for the film Ninja 3, The Domination, and you'll be able to watch the entire movie free of charge on YouTube.
1: Yeah, and if you go to our website, we'll put a link there, so you can just go right to our website, OffTheRailsPodcast.com, yep. and uh, you can go right to the YouTube channel and check out uh, next month's bibs, Ninja 3, The Domination. So, uh, But uh, while you're there, while you're on YouTube, you can always subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, lots of wrestling stuff, some uh, some occasional videos when we go on location. So check that out. Uh, we talked about our wrestling streams. You can check us out on Twitch, uh, the video game uh, broadcast platform, twitch.tv/otrpod. Uh, as always, you can check us out on Twitter, Off the Rails Pod. We're doing Periscope now when we record, so you can check some of that stuff out. Uh, you can always go to our Periscope and uh, check the vault and watch some of the past uh, broadcasts. Uh, so, yeah, again, follow us on Twitter at Off the Rails Pod. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com Off the Rails Podcast. Uh, you can always email the show at otrpod at gmail dot com. You got a question? You want our question answered? Send us send it to us. We'll, hit the we'll, mailbag. Hit the mailbag. That segment is uh, is is, uh, is hitting our show uh, almost every week with all the mail we get. So, uh, but I guarantee you, if you send us a good good quality question, it will get on the air. So do that. Uh, and as always, as we as we end every
3: as always, kill
2: Hitler. And, right no. and as always fuck you brian
1: R- right fuck you brian yes uh, but uh, you should always go to itunes uh and subscribe to our podcast you'll get the every episode when it comes out uh and you'll also be able to rate and review us uh, the more rate and reviews we get the higher on the charts we go and the uh, more people that listen to us so uh, tell your friends tell your family tell your pastor your uh your clergy. Whoever you want to tell, tell them to come listen to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, we're starting to hit our stride. Hit them out of the ballpark. I think so. Father
2: Benjamin would love our podcast.
1: I believe I believe any man of the cloth would love our podcast. I mean,
2: you know, <laughs> we, we talk about
1: beer. We talk we talk good stuff. So, but uh, like I said, uh, you can go to our website www.offtherailspodcast.com, for all the links, all the reviews, the beer reviews, the bibs, everything. It's been a great night. Uh, another great year for the Bibs and Boobas. And uh I think that's it. Anything else? Am I missing anything?
2: I'm out. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so long, folks. All right. Well, we've gone off the rails.
0: This song don't give a damn. damn. If the rhymes don't fit, the DJ quit. Yeah. This song don't give a damn. damn. Yeah. You can't sing or dance to it. Can't romance to it. This song ain't arrogant. If you don't try and buy it. Or if your radio denies it, don't care about what, who got, what's cool on TV or what's hot. I forgot. I ain't mad at evolution, but I stand for revolution. Get up! Enough is enough. Hey, somebody stand up!
6: By the way champagne Not where you land your private airplane How many blood diamonds shining in that chain How much compromise is tied to that fame How many more times we gotta hear that lane? Lie I'm inspiring them To do what? Roll better weed and get higher than them Feed the needy, greedy, aspirin with the women, they gon' tell me that I'm preaching to the choir, and I'm showed it right. But I'm trying to light a fire in them, cause I was raised by the enemy, and ever since then, that's been my identity. So I'm trying to keep back what was given me. Truthful delivery is my tendency. You throw the spirit up in my energy. Bottom of my feet is something that you'll never see. That's cause I'm standing, singing the anthem, This from my hand, and a list of demands. When they hear this, my piss in their pants, trying to get the children not to listen to. Birthed so, what you think gon' come, come after, after,
0: after me? Occupy if you deny. Post this song, cause I see wrong. Most of my heroes still don't appear no stem! So, I read, even when they say I can't. I rise against, rage against. Hope I don't end up being the same thing I'm fighting against. I went I'm never on the fist Since they think the masses are powerless I ain't on nobody powerless I ball my fist with my audience like this I raise my fist with my audience Yeah, like this Get up Stand up Get up Stand up His bad as Portuguese, English, French, and no satisfaction. Hey, uh, listen to the world's reaction. Uh.
1: Total viewers. Woo-hoo. That's all we had. That wasn't a very good. one That's all right. Saturday uh,
2: night, man. Yeah,
1: Kelly Kelly Courtney, Courtney from Vegas. Courtney from Vegas. I wonder who that is. Miss Lisa, Sharice, the model. These are all the. These are all the hookers. We now, do, yeah. We
3: now, do. see, this is. I, and feel free to cut this if you want. Oh, I but I noticed but okay. that the last time that we streamed on <clears throat> Periscope, we immediately were friended by like forty prostitutes. What is the deal with
1: that? I didn't notice that.
3: Is it is Periscope is just not legit? Is it? Is it just merely a platform to? I have no idea. I think it's
1: legit, but I just think it's that's a good way for the the prosody the prosties to uh, to find johns.
3: It's a, it's I mean it, it, it's it's nothing but a, a way to ask attractive young ladies to show their feet.
1: Well, it's, I mean, let's face it. That's what most of the guys on Periscope are looking for. They're looking for the they're looking for toes, the strippers point. or the you know the chicks that want to get naked. <laughs> they're looking for toes. <laughs> <laughs> All right.